Hey family, welcome back to Jesus Time, where we talk about what Jesus tells us in our time with him. And today, I have such a special guest. Y'all don't even know. (laughs) Y'all don't even know. This is someone who, if I didn't know her personally, I would be intimidated by her. She is beautiful, she is talented, she is funny, she is smart. She is a gifted organizer, event planner. She can do anything. And in case you're wondering, yes, it is genetic and unattainable. (laughs) And if you don't know the sitcom that that is from, I don't know that we can be friends, but you can ask me about that later. (laughs) So I'd like for you guys to welcome Katie Hopkins. Say hi, Katie. Hi. Thank you, Gisela. (laughs) I just love this girl so much and she just loves Jesus so much that I had to have her on here so she could talk about her Jesus time. So Katie, um, you can just start off by telling us what he's been telling you in your times with him recently. Mm-hmm. Well, I've been really reading and focusing and studying a lot about community Ooh. and what God's word says about that and how it applies to my life mm. and how I see it in the lives of others. Mm. And this week I was going back and reading in Second Kings one morning about the story of the widow who has nothing left but a small jar of oil and her husband had just died and he left behind a big debt and her two sons were going to be taken away as slaves to pay the debt so she literally lost her husband she has no money and her boys are going to be taken away from her so she's left like nothing and um, she runs to Elijah and asks for his help and he says well woman what do you have and she said I have nothing but this jar of oil. So she literally was almost like she wasn't even going to mention it. Mm. And she says, I have nothing except this jar of oil. And he said, okay, this is what I want you to do. Go to all of your neighbors. And he repeats all of your neighbors. And he points out, he, not just a few, he points out and he says, all of your neighbors and ask them for all the jars they have and come back. And so I, I was really struck. Well, and so then she comes back mm. and she has her boys. And I picture it like she has one boy with on the, sar- the side with all these empty jars. And she's in the middle with her little jar and then her other boy on the side. And she says, okay, hand me a jar. And he does. And she pours from her jar in. And that larger jar, the larger vessel is filled up and she passes it to this son. And he kind of starts this pile of filled jars. Mm-hmm. This son has the, the empty jars. And the jar she has never, ever runs dry. It constantly pours out until all the jars are full. And she still had some left over when, once all the other jars were full. And when, when the, that miracle ends, then Elisha says, Now you have enough. Take what's here and pay the debt. You will also have enough left over to live on, like for your life. And so the way I interpreted that was that she now basically has a business. Mm. He didn't He didn't just provide wow. for that one need, but like for the rest of her life, she and her sons are provided for. And it, I see it as because it was the obedience she had to ask for help. Ooh. Because her community around her is what provided the vessels she needed to have that miracle even happen. Wow. And and he it, when, when Elisha repeated all of them, that, that scripture really, that line in the scripture really struck out to me because... I felt like he knows, first of all, she's a woman mm. and it's hard to ask for help. And there's yes. that pride there of like, oh, but I don't, I don't want to have to ask people. I don't want to have to bother people. Yes. Or maybe her neighbors were already caring for her because her husband just passed away. And now she's thinking, I would be thinking, I don't want to ask for more help. 
I don't want to do this. And he specifically said all of them. And if she wouldn't have done that, she would have missed out on the blessing. And those then that community around her would have missed out on being part of the blessing that God wanted to, that miracle that that he did. They wouldn't have been part of it if she wouldn't have been obedient and asked for the help. Wow. Right? That's incredible. (laughs) And it it was like this moment of, Mm. and, and the thing that kept sticking out to me, this moment of, she just didn't have much. And that's what she told Elisha in the beginning. It's like, I have nothing except this little jar of oil. And the one thing that kind of kept coming back to me is that sometimes our not much is actually more than enough. Ooh. Does that make sense? Yep. So what we take to God and we say, mm-hmm. God could never do anything with this. If we could just surrender it and mm-hmm. give it to him, he can do a miracle through it. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah. It's like yeah. the Old Testament fish and loaves. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's amazing. And I love how her obedience blessed her community Mm -hmm. because you read about in the old testament especially how sin destroys a community Mm -hmm. but obedience can bless right that same community so that's Mm -hmm. so impactful yeah and i like to dream and just think well like okay so after she pays the debt and there's more (laughs) more oil left over for them to live on that's what elisha says yeah then is she now this prosperous woman in her community who because of the help she received she can help others because she had more than enough Right? Ooh! Oh my gosh, I never thought about that. That's so cool. It's not, it doesn't say that. It's just my dream. But you know what? <laughs> though? Thoughts, that makes yeah. sense. You know, you um, when you become part of God's family, you are enlisted into His army, which sometimes is also a hospital. <laughs> so that makes total sense that she would now be a consistent blessing and a I don't know about provider, but. Yeah, someone who can help others. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I love that. Katie, that's, really so cool. that's so cool. I love how you look at the word. I love your Jesus time. Oh, so um, what is your favorite thing about Jesus right now in this season of your life? Mm. Oh, that is really hard. I read something this week that <clears throat> really convicted me but I think it's my favorite thing right now, Mm -hmm. Um, that he selflessly chose to leave the throne to come to earth. And I think it was in an Advent devotional, I think because it's Christmas time, Mm -hmm. just reminding, being reminded that he didn't, well, I mean, he did, God commanded, Mm -hmm. commanded it to happen and he did die, but like he asked God, take this cup from me but he and God said no and he still submitted and did it and died for us and I think just that just that reminder that he willingly gave up his throne to be born on the floor in the dirt Mm. for me and and that that personal that personalization of yes he's God of the universe and yes he sits on a throne Yet he calls me by name. He calls me daughter. And it's personal. And so while he holds the universe in his hands, he also still holds my hand. Oh. You know? Like, it's just that, I think that personal, that. that personal um, relationship and that mm-hmm. beauty of that intimacy that um, that I can have with him as friend mm-hmm. has been really impactful this week. That's incredible. He can hold the universe in his hand, yet he also holds my hand. We're going to make t-shirts. <laughs> or not. I don't Done. know. Somebody wants to, they can. Oh my goodness. That's so cool. So what about him being your friend and having that personal connection with him? 
why did that minister you in this season, do you think? I think I go through, I constantly go through these ups and downs of feeling mm -hmm. like because of the way I was brought up or because of, you know, like the absence of a father in my life, mm -hmm. that that identity of daughter oh. is tainted. Yeah. And there have been certain moments in my life where I know the Lord has spoken to me and called me daughter, and it's been very special. And just to be reminded of that this week, that he calls me daughter and he loves me mm. like a father. Yeah. You know, I think that that's been really... Just, just a sweet reminder this week that regardless of what the world says or regardless of circumstances in my life, um, he's my heavenly father and I'm his daughter. You know? So he's redefined those terms for you. Absolutely. And reparented you a little bit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Katie, that's so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that with us. I appreciate that. So uh, is there anything else you'd like to share about Jesus or Jesus time, whether it's yours or... I was sharing with a friend, this is not really related, but I was sharing mm -hmm. with a friend yesterday who has a four-year-old and a two-year-old and she mm -hmm. wants to start doing like Advent devotionals with her kids. And so I shared with her what we do mm -hmm. and um, she's like, oh, thank you so much. I can't wait to do this. And I said, I just have to tell you, it's it gets kind of messy. Like it's not perfect. <laughs> and there was one night this past week that we literally blew out the candles on the Advent wreath and said, everyone go in the other room. <laughs> we had to work through some attitudes yeah. and we tried again. And uh, But then I found out the next day that my daughter told a friend, I love doing Advent devotionals with my family at the table. It's the best part of the day. And I was thinking, well, I'm glad that's her perspective because that's not wow. what it felt like yeah. <laughs> before. So, mm. no, I think it's it's really sweet to watch my kids appreciate Advent, you know, through their mm. eyes yeah. and, um, and watch their perception of Jesus and their perception oh. of, of what... Um, meaning of Christmas. We've been listening to a really amazing children's Advent audio story, Jotham's Journey. Mm -hmm. I highly recommend it. Okay. And there's this little boy, Jotham, who's um, on a journey, obviously, and he comes in and meets Zechariah. And I know, because my kids don't know anything about the story, but I know eventually he's going to meet baby Jesus like in the manger yeah. at the end of the story Aww. and my kids don't know that yet so <laughs> yesterday he's on his journey he's like in a cave one night and he's with shepherds the next day but my mm. kids haven't really put this put it all together that he's actually the journey is taking him to Jesus Aww. and so yesterday we were in the car waiting for like a pickup we're listening to it and the narrator says something about the boy meeting a woman named Elizabeth and a man named Zechariah and my daughter <laughs> freaked out she was like wait a minute that's that's Mary's guy. He's gonna be baby Jesus. <laughs> and she like that you could see like the dots oh, connecting in her. Oh, it was just so sweet and her, just the joy because she's so into the story and yeah. she's so into the um and just seeing that joy in her when she realized like oh. this boy is gonna get to meet baby Jesus because I think that's literally like her greatest aspiration in life would be oh. to be to meet baby Jesus you know so for her to realize that she's getting to be, oh, hear so this beautiful. story. A sweet story about a boy. So that was just. I love her heart. Oh my gosh, she's so that cute. That should be all of our aspirations right? to right? meet baby Jesus. I just want to meet baby Jesus. That is so. so beautiful, and I love how you are incorporating Jesus time as a family. Like you're building that into your mm -hmm. kids as part of their rhythm. Yeah. So they will grow up thinking, well, this is normal. Everybody does this. This is what you do. I hope so. What a gift. Well, yeah. she's. We know Clara's already excited about baby <laughs> Jesus. So. Yeah. 
It's true. That is yeah. so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And what is that called again? The Jotham's Journey. Jotham's Journey. Okay, I'll put that in the description because yes. I know and people And you can get it. That. You can download it for free, like through the library. So mm-hmm. we've just oh, been listening perfect. to it through the library app. So okay. I have it. Like we were waiting in the car for a pickup for a long time yesterday. Mm-hmm. We were listening to it while we were waiting. So it was really good. Oh my gosh, yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Katie, thank you so much mm-hmm. for your time and your friendship oh. and your encouragement. I love you so much. I know you guys were blessed by listening to Katie share. Um, And if you want to hear more from Katie, she will be one of the teachers at our winter conference called Faith Walkers in North Carolina. She will be teaching a seminar on community. I know you guys will want to be there. And if for whatever reason you can, it will be recorded. So you'll be able to access it that way online. I love you guys and I hope your Jesus times are delicious.